Oh, I stopped it too soon. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hey Welcome guys. back. We have a new song just to celebrate our Pride uh, episode. Uh, we hope y'all liked it. Yes, today's episode is Pride of You as we celebrate um, the celebrations of June Pride for our LGBTQ plus uh, community, our brothers, our sisters, and even our allies. So welcome back to Rewinding the Week. Welcome, welcome. We have a special guest. Uh, I mean, because we can't do this alone, especially during Pride. Yes, and we have our great friend of the show and friend in our life, Brandon. Say hi. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me again. It's such an honor and a privilege to be with such fine souls. Oh, thank you. Y'all ever heard BS if you know it? He's not BS. <laughs> he might be with Ken, but not with me. Uh, I enjoy so him part every time. Of Pride time Month is being able to receive. Mm. Being able to receive. Is that so? And having pride not only in others, but in yourself. I mean, I, I'm all about the receive where I'm also about the give. Yeah. Oh, yes, <laughs> So when he says it's over to BS, that's just not being able to receive. Okay, okay. I, you know, I can take that. I can take that. We know I what you can. I appreciate <laughs> it, and you know, he 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 too is a fine soul. So oh, I can also give is. as well. I can always, I can, I can also oh, give. Friends, whenever we need just that compliment, we're gonna have you back. On <laughs> I know he is. Ahead. He can give that compliment. All right. Um, so how's yeah. the week been for you guys? Um, you know, for me, the week has been pretty steady. Work has been good. Um, I'm grateful and blessed, uh, as many of us. Uh, are to have Juneteenth off um, to you know commemorate. Um, I can never get that word right, but in any event, all right, and it's just completely struggle. But you know, I am so happy that we are able to celebrate the uh, the you know celebration of the emancipation. Um, you know, and the the ending of the last, last bit of slavery, even though we still been going through this shit. Yeah. You know, excuse my friend, excuse my language, mm -hmm. but um, but I am happy and um, you know plan to continue to celebrate um, you know this this great milestone in our lives. So yeah, yeah. You know. shout out to the Senate and House of Representatives that passed it, and President Biden for signing it into law, a, a celebration of us. Uh, since 1865, you know, um, when soldiers, after two years after uh, the Emancipation Proclamation, um, Blacks were informed that they were no longer slaves, but but free. So it's been a yes. celebration, I believe, in Texas for about 40 years and kind of uh, gaining more traction, especially as I saw for me personally with um, last year with the killing of George Floyd. And shout out to companies who were doing things before there was a law into place to yeah. um, honor um, Juneteenth, and now it's a federal holiday. So, mm -hmm. uh, so much respect. To, to yeah, that. my company uh, that I work for that you know I would not be sharing on the show, but they are <laughs> they are very uh, open mm -hmm. and you know they adopted the Juneteenth holiday mm -hmm. way before it was placed into um, law as a federal holiday. So. I am grateful to be working for a company who is embracing those of all walks of life. Um, and, you know, I just look forward to it. So what about you, B? You how, how does your week going? My week has gone pretty well also. I, too, am excited about the new Juneteenth holiday. Mm -hmm. I think it's a very 
important milestone. Right. Of course, we still have a lot of work to do, but I think it's a step in the right direction. That's true. Especially when it's rare these days that Congress comes together on anything. And so yeah, the fact that like they came together on this, so it's like, one thing I can't help but think of, like, they can come together on getting this holiday, but they can't come together in the voting rights bill mm-hmm. and things like that, which, infrastructure is, very, which is very and, interesting. And, but. Yeah, and then to see that it was like 415 yays. And the 14 who said, no, I'm paying attention. Mm-hmm. Because no, let me catch you so out I'm the disputing the name, yeah. how it should be named, and things like that. But nonetheless. And they said it would be confusing with July 4th. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay, okay where, this Juneteenth, not July 10th. Yeah. No, right, exactly. And and I think it's also important, you know, not yeah, to. We haven't had a federal holiday since Martin the King. 1986 in yeah. January, yeah. You know. Um, Which also was a kind of a African American center. And then what Virginia did was made it Lee Jackson, exactly. King Jackson Day, Day, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for the Confederate um, leaders. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm so happy. Uh, I tell you where people will not be celebrating as Nellie's in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. So uh, we've had a chance to look at the video of a young girl getting um, dragged down the steps by her hair, by her hair. Um, through security with security, uh, quote, independent security. What do you guys take on seeing that video at Nellie's? We've been to Nellie's. So what do you think? I think it was very unfortunate to see an establishment that, you know, is to be embracing of people of all walks of life um, in the LGBTQ plus community, um, you know, go through this. And I, you know, for the woman who actually it happened to, I mm-hmm. feel, you know, very bad for her. And my heart goes out to to her and those who know her just because nobody wants to go you you expect to go there to have a great time and whatever the case may be i'm not sure what all the background details are but nobody deserves that type of treatment um so it's unfortunate because nelly's is a frequent spot for you know the community in Mm -hmm. dc people go there to have a good time to have drinks to fellowship and to see that happening it's just it sucks because it's like i have no other choice but to um, not support those that are, you know, uh, the establishment of Nellie's or who was the mm-hmm. management, because it was indeed a uh, a security, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, security um, guard who pulled Keisha Young down. According to her interview with the news, she said that they mistaken had mistaken identity and thought she was somebody else, and they had dragged her down the stairs. But shout out to the people that fought that security guard. Yeah. Um, and I listened to my friends who did go down there to protest. I believe there's a protest on uh, Friday, which will be uh, June, June 18th um, this year to protest and called the Block Party to block Nellie's. Uh, do you guys think that they will be able to come back from this? They kind of came back from the Blue Lives Matter flag and things like that. Um, do you think they'll come back from this um, situation what do you guys think well first of all, i think that regarding the entire incident mm-hmm. the i don't think it's under no circumstances does someone deserve to get not only pulled out of the club going like on the stairs but pulled by their hair mm-hmm. right there's a lot of other ways you can take someone out that's I true. think pulling about the hair, I think that's dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, 
I feel it was so unfortunate that this happened during Pride yeah. mm-hmm. as well. Um, now, I don't, maybe the girl had it coming, I'm not sure. And maybe she need, did need to be removed from the club. I'm not sure, but I just know that drag. And in that manner, I'm like, why Why couldn't she have just been lifted up or picked? Most times they're not. The security guard is like, I'm just going to pick you up and put you on my shoulder or, you know, something along that lines. But to be dragged by your hair, I agree with them. Is it something where you can bring up when if it was someone not of color? That would never happen. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Somebody, to a, somebody just, that's just that. That's the hard. And going reality. down the stairs, she lucky that girl wasn't really severely hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. going down the stairs and those hard stairs. Mm-hmm. But um, and those are steep stairs. Yeah. they are steep stairs. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't help Nellie because Nellie's had history of having all kinds of issues over there mm-hmm. and at that place. And the sad thing is, not many places for LGBTQ plus people to go. Right, it's, it's, it, is, it, it has been to. a staple. So, like, where else? Can they go? I mean, we do have like Brixton across the street and other areas. Well, it's no but Brixton now. It's not. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not even there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's there, but it's I not new, a new establishment. Down there. Um, go up there. They can go. What's the place called? The, the Eagle or something? That's yeah. gone. Eagle gone, I believe. I so that's what I'm saying. So we're getting. So what can we do with the safe spaces that are? Gone? But I will say, I think that the, uh, we as a community have to do better. Okay. There's no, in my opinion, excuse. Why are people out here fighting? Mm-hmm. I mean, enjoy yourselves and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. And it's just really unfortunate the whole situation happened. It was. It and was. doing pride and just so show some maturity, you know? And I don't care if she had Tesco Brown's new hairline or not. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to make a little light of, of a hard well, situation. That was the that wig came on. Was like, oh, all right. I'm like, yeah. if you make a little light of a situation, I don't care if she, you know, had the new hairline and Tesco Brown, you know, shout out to Gorilla Glue. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, I, that is still totally uncalled for to be pulling pulling her by her hair. Can I think about myself? I mean, imagine, I would be upset just being pulled out of my shirt like that. Yeah, yeah. If I, if yeah. I had hair, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that's, that's crazy. That's, that's, that's fighting. Humiliating. That's that's a fight right there. And um, speaking of Gorilla Glue, but go ahead. But speaking of uh, Nelly's, they, uh-huh. are they still closed? I know they were closed. They're closed for the week. And, and I'm pretty and sure. And you said the girl is suing for 75000 Um, So on the um, GoFundMe, if you go to GoFundMe.com and research uh, Keisha Young, you'll find her GoFundMe to support uh, for her legal fees and medical fees. Uh, yeah, she's asking right now. The goal is seventy five thousand. Now, right I, now I it's fifteen thousand. That has been oh wow, she's raised fifteen thousand. Okay, yeah. well, I mean that's so. How do you feel about despite the GoFundMe um, and what's happening there? I think that the situation at hand is just unfortunate and. And you know we don't want to see that happening in our community when we are we already have enough against us. Mm-hmm. Um, so to to add to this of having security of what's supposed to be a gay friendly establishment um, have treatment against people and and you know specifically a person of color, it's just not it's not right. Right. Yeah. Now, speaking of hair, friend, you mentioned Tessica Brown from the Gorilla Glue, and she's taken that situation that she um, had to go through with her hair and with the surgery, and also having to go fund me for herself. That was a pro bono uh, situation for the doctor. Right. And uh, now she has her own hairline coming out called Forever Hold. So, congratulations (laughs) to her and the hustle and making that business work. I'm trying not to laugh. 
uh-huh. because I mean, it's it, it is a situation mm-hmm. in which it was very unfortunate. Um, but I do like that she's like, let me spin this around yeah. and see if I can make this coin. Um, yeah. But the forever hold is cute. Yeah, it's cute. I, I said, if you, hey, the world's laughing. Right. You make you money, make money off, off of it. it. You know what I'm saying? You make money off it. So shout out to her and, and the future of her products. Okay. Um, so anybody going to the movies soon due to the theaters opening up? Well, or you guys just still streaming? I recently saw uh, the Coelho movie. In the theaters, mm-hmm. how was that? that? It was cute. It was good. Okay. It was really good. In theaters, my okay. friend said he is going to the theater. He is not Disney. Yeah, I, right. He's like, I'm like not doing I did. I am going to get the popcorn, the snacks. I hadn't been to a movie theater in so. So long. was it crowded? How was the experience? It was. It was. It was a good number of people. Mm-hmm. Um, at that particular theater, you know, they had a still, so everyone wasn't like every party was together. Yeah. So, was this a um like you you eat at the theater as uh-huh. well? Oh, okay, very nice. Oh, you went to like a Cinemax. Mm-hmm. Which one? Um, what are you? So I want to go to the I, one I, that I pick. Yeah. When you get the oh, you get yeah. the pick covers and stuff, but I don't really want to do it. See, I get covers forty dollars. Yeah. Y'all are fancy. Um, I did. I had, you know what? So I have not been at the theater, but I also had a private showing of me and my rainbow thong on OnlyFans. Um, yes, so that was it that shut was the internet in, down. That was very interesting. World stop, guys. You know I'm not doing that, but I mean, you know, fantasy. Um, maybe that rainbow thong will happen one day. Mm-hmm. So, did any of you watch the Trina versus Eve battle? I heard about it, but I didn't get a chance I to see it. Chance to view it. Okay. But I can already say I w- my money would have been on Eve. Really? I don't know. My money would have been I just know she's still active in the music industry. Because Eve, she married, she married a billionaire, a billionaire right? A pretty wealthy she, man. She did good with her performances. Trina won. I can understand that, too. But yeah. Trina's really good. Yeah, and I think did they say Trina won, basically? I think I this know. depends on who you are, I, I, who because you, I mean, truthfully, the versus setup is more so of a celebration of the music mm-hmm. and not necessarily yeah. a battle. Yeah. You know? So right, it's more of a, a my reunion. favorite one to date is still the Patty and Gladys. Mine was Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Oh, that was cute. Yeah. Oh, I, I have not that. watched a full. I think I did do the Monica, Monica and Brandy. Brandy. That was Brandy I like was that Monica. Monica. And, the, and, the, um, and Monica. Okay, I mean they both came with. I don't know what Brandy had on, but. But she was doing um, like poems or something. I, don't I don't know. Monica, Monica had on like a, uh, it was like a, I don't know, a drum major suit. But, you know, in any event. Who who got her, then she got her nurse's degree, I believe, Monica. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, congratulations. I mean, keep still, keep moving. Why Hello. Not? So uh, before we move on to our segment, mm-hmm. uh, last week uh, was, in June 12th was the, um, anniversary of um, Pulse. How long has that been? Since 2016, I believe. Wow. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. been a while. Yeah, I, I went when I um, graduated from Full Sail to Orlando mm-hmm. um, and went with my friend um, to see the memorial. And my prayer is that it's on... Um, they built like a monument for it, meaning because it's just still outside with the posters and things right. like I really wanted to be in a building or a covered by a building or something mm-hmm. like that. But 
recently, President Joe Biden said on the fifth anniversary of the mass shooting at the Paul's nightclub in Orlando, Florida, that he would sign a bill naming the site as a national memorial. It was the deadliest attack on the LGBTQ community in U.S. history, left 49 people dead and 53 people wounded. It was Latin night when um, the shooting happened. Um, Biden said in a statement set Saturday that he has stayed in touch with families of the victims and with the survivors who have turned their pain into purpose and described the club as hollow ground, according to press. All right. That is, you know, it was very much a a sad event um, to lose so many lives. But, you know, I'm glad to see that it is out there to be, you know, for us to, to remember and, and we're actually paying attention. Um, unfortunately, these shootings are still happening mm -hmm. um, in various places. And, um, you know, it is, it's unfortunate because nobody wants to have the experience of going out to enjoy a night on town with your friends or going to the movies or going to the mall or going to a restaurant and never and not knowing if someone is going to come in and mm, just start taking today. people out. Mm, that, right. You know, so um, I, it, it speaks to the uh, notion of live every day um, as if it were your last just mm -hmm. because. Um, we live in a world, unfortunately, where we don't know what's going to happen. All right. Awesome. So, That's yeah. a very um, impactful event. Mm -hmm. The year after, the next year, I've actually went to Orlando to the site of the Pulse nightclub, and I've mm -hmm. seen the memorials and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. person, all the flowers and pictures that people left, and it really was something to yeah. really witness that. You know, yeah. and I think the scary part about it is that could have been any, anybody. It could have been anybody. In any yeah. way. It could have been one in yeah. D.C. or anywhere. I remember just, I think the town was open still. Mm -hmm. and Hotel nightclub. Yeah, Hotel yeah. nightclub. And I would, me and my friend made sure to look at the exit right. before, but with loud music, how you know what's going yeah. on. That's really and so i remember and it made me want to get involved and do something and i also um as i said visited and was brought to tears and um within just the hope i've donated to the pulse fund and things and just hope that this will become a national monument as it will but also they build something that protects the posters and the cars that are outside um as a reminder inside so um with that we're going to move on to um our kings and queens segment and today we're going to celebrate black kings um who are known for black and bold coffee and tea anybody love knows me knows i love some coffee and some tea uh, and some tea right some tea <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, i wanted to shout out uh the owners pernell and rod who are the founders and creators of Black and Bold, um, with a desire to make a purpose popular. They welcome the obligation to equip young people with tools to live their best lives and overcome familiar unfortunate circumstances by turning a daily ritual, enjoying a cup of coffee and tea into means of giving black, back, excuse me, Black and Bold pledges 5% of its profit to 
incentives and initiatives aligned to sustaining youth programming, enhancing workforce development, and youth homelessness. Go to Black and Bold, that's B-L-K-N-B-O-L-D.com. And that is our Kings and Queens segment. I will have to get some of their coffee on my next call, uh, target run and see how bold it really is. All right, friend, go ahead and pop the court. What are you celebrating? So, you know, I'm typically petty, mm-hmm. and that's them, that's my setup, but not this week. Petty, petty. Uh, right, exactly. Petty, so petty. I want to give a, you know, my pop the court is a shout out to um, Councilman Jalen McKee Rodriguez, um, who made headlines as the first openly bla- uh, gay Black male, and that was, uh, you know, got the first not the first seat, but the the only seat, I want to say, in the district, but he is the first one in the state of Texas, in San Antonio. Um, So he says that it wasn't me who made history, but it was the district. Um, For any people who don't feel represented, I hope that in the future this opens the door for you, because there are so many who came before me who opened this door. Um, So he had opportunity to defeat his former boss, Councilwoman Jada Andrew Sullivan, who was seeking a second term. And uh, I believe she had 63% of the vote, Mm -hmm. but uh, he just came in and he knocked it down. Well, 63%, he still came in? He still knocked it down. Um, So he is a former math teacher, 26 years old, a young one. Um, You know, he's married to his husband and He's just like, I'm about to change. So I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we have representation in so many different spaces, but this is yet again a testament to what we can do as a community. Mm-hmm. Um, never, you know, never think that we we can't get to where we want to go. So, you know, shout out to him again. And I look forward to hearing what great things he's doing um, for San Antonio. Yes, you got to support one another. Mm-hmm. All right. So, guys, we are drinking two different wines up in here. Uh, I gave, I made a mistake. He gave them options. Uh, so, <laughs> so, I have uh, Cabernet, mm-hmm. and Ken and Brandon are drinking uh, white crisp wine, followed by Turkey Hill. Yes, and Turkey Hill uh, <laughs> sweet tea as well. So we are balancing our alcohol mm. with tea and water for this episode. And uh, we're going to move on into grab your glasses. Okay. And today we're going to be talking about pride. Yes. All right. That was a nice claim. Yes, I like that. So we're talking about pride. Today's segment is Pride of You. And so I want to ask you guys before we go into this discussion about pride and what it means to us um, together individually is, Ken, take it away. How do you celebrate pride? Is it 30 days or is it 365? How do you celebrate it's definitely 365 because mm-hmm. pride is me and I am pride. Um, you know, so it, yeah, it's definitely a celebration that's all year around. Um, of course, we know it to be in the month of June. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we live our lives every day uh, uh, in pride, you mm-hmm. know, in, in the way we, we talk, in the way we walk, in the way we express ourselves. Um, and it's so much beauty to be... Uh, 
uh, celebrated in in the Pride um, events and just living your everyday life. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, for me, you know, it's it's wearing. Uh, whatever various colors I feel like wearing. Today, I have uh, some pastel happening right now. And, you know, we just, we we embrace uh, all parts of ourselves. And, and it's important to recognize the journey in which um, we are experiencing now, where we have come from um, and where we are going in the future. So I was just thinking on the on the car ride to friend's house about, you know, the the acronym of what uh, Pride stands for, which is personal rights um, and um, defense and education. Wow! And so, and so, uh, you know, to to add to that in my own little, because I was thinking about various acronyms. I was like, you know, um, Pride can also be. Please remember um, that I dream always or endlessly mm-hmm. um because pride yeah pride represents the dreams that um you know become a reality for a lot of different people because we experience so many different things when we are getting ready to you know go on a journey of telling our family or telling our friends and we have you know for many of us, that may still be a dream and not reality. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was just thinking like, well, maybe it should be, please remember, I, I dream endlessly. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I embrace it. I look forward to the the various events that are happening. Um, not saying that I am going to join in because I'm old, um, yes, but I look from the sidelines mm-hmm. um, and and just really, you know, be the cheerleader for those who are, are, are out and participate now. Yeah. And, and be safe with, with all the celebrations and things. What what does it mean to you, our special guest? <laughs> what does pride mean to me? Well, I definitely agree with what you said, Ken, about it being a celebration all year long. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just pride about just formally taking the time to recognize the importance of having pride in who you are and having pride in others and celebrating who they are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. However you identify. I think that pride is is meant to be inspiring. Mm-hmm. Even though depending on doesn't necessarily mean it always is, but I think that is the purpose of it because when you think of the word, just take of the, the what we associate pride with LGBT, but just take a, take that away. When you hear the word pride, what do you think of? Having pride in yourself, being proud mm-hmm. in, of who you are, embrace who you are. And I think that's why it's important that we celebrate this all 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. It's just that in June, we take the time to formally mm-hmm. and come together to celebrate. Right, pride, right, and you know, and so I think that's that's what pride means to me, and I'm very proud of who I am. I'm very proud of of of, of who you guys are. Oh, thank you. And I'm just very proud of who we are as people, who we are as humanity. In humanity, doesn't mean that the world still, of course, has its problems, right? But I think it's just a form of celebrating each other, regardless. Of how you quote identify straight, gay, mm-hmm. bi, mm-hmm. 
anywhere in between, anywhere trans, however you, whatever your gender, whatever your pronouns are, right. that type of thing. Just be proud of who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and longer than June. Yeah, yeah um, all year round. That's oh, why yeah, I said June yeah. is just a time to formally to recognize. Formally recognize. It's like, uh, you know, whether you talk about Black History Month, mm-hmm. whether you think about, you know, various different occasions. We mm-hmm. celebrate Valentine's Day for love. Okay, it doesn't mean you don't love you know, all year long. We just take that time to formally and um, come together to celebrate it. So, B, what do you think about the stores um, promoting or or various brands? Is there any any brand that sits out to you that is doing something year-round to celebrate that you can think of? Did I save it? No, year-round, but this is what I was proud to see. Okay. Now, I'm a big fan of Cracker Barrel. The oh, the walking chance. Oh, I love me. <laughs> okay. I like the, the, uh, the various seven ninety nine meals that okay. are very good. Really? Yeah. Now, and the store is cute. It is. Mm-hmm. Now I was surprised to see that they promoted Pride on their Facebook page. Wow. Now I don't subscribe to them on Facebook page. I okay. have to see it. Okay. And so, um, so you know, you speak of the rocking chairs. Mm-hmm. So what this particular store is, I I don't know where it was located, but the, this was the CEO representing the entire company. Okay. Mm-hmm. They had they had several rocking chairs that you see in front of the store. Mm-hmm. And then each chair they had painted a particular color from the Pride Rainbow flag. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I just think that it was a big step forward for a restaurant like Cracker Barrel. Yeah. That's known to attract very conservative mm-hmm. type of people mm-hmm. and you know, generally in very uh southern, you know, red states. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying that, you know, Cracker Barrel is all like that, but it was just great to see great that right. and they're promoting it so right. i think that many people you know as a catch 22 because sometimes you wonder okay are they doing this because they really celebrating the pride or are they doing this for publicity yeah and to market off yeah, and maybe a little bit of both mm-hmm. right. but i think that it's we have to celebrate small success correct that's true and that's i think true. that's what's about we can't expect everything to change overnight but i think too i think you but no, okay. <laughs> but I think that I was just happy to see, that, especially from restaurant like Cracker Barrel. Now, if Chick Fil A can do it, that's another. Well, you know that it. goes to you know the Chick Fil A, uh, which we know all the girls, some girls do go there just despite where they stand. Mm-hmm. Right. But I do. I was gonna say. I mean, I I eat that hateful chick. Yeah, but you and the mac and cheese is good too, right? Uh, but. What I'm saying is, I know, like when we talked about Paul's, I remember that in the one close to Paul's Chick Fil A had opened on a Sunday for what was going on with Paul's. So that was like a step. But that may be because it was a franchisee or however it may go. But I was telling my friends, I was, you know, uh, as we mentioned on our last show, that you know, Ken and I were going to go hang out in D.C. And I wanted to get our um, some pride clothes or something that I get every year. And so I wanted to go to Target. And they had, um, like, the one in um, Tyson's had, um, like, uh, the whole wall was filled yeah. with the glass filled with the pride flag, right? Mm-hmm. And then I went to one by me, and they had the pride section, right? It was only, like, four options of clothing that you could choose for the pride mm-hmm. and so then i go online and i look for other stores there's not a lot of pride clothing out that you can buy at least on these popular clothing um 
companies that celebrate pride or talk about pride, but don't have the materials really to show your pride if I wanted to buy. And so that brings me to the discussion of, is it for publicity to mark off their calendar that that's what they did and participated in? Is it something where there's more representation on your windows and walls than in your stores? You know, just to say, oh, look at them, they're doing that thing, that's cute. But yeah, but when you go in there, the section look like a little small, little itty bitty club for the pride people, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I felt like holding stores accountable July, August, September, you know, and also how they're hiring practices as well, not just to say that we completed the diversity and inclusion training. Yeah. Uh, so I was disappointed not to see a lot. I was like, well, maybe it's because it's COVID and like people are not really going to go out at any parades or whatever, but still, um, I was disappointed in these uh, clothing options when I was shopping online. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think I'll just wear black or something. I don't know. So, well, black is slimming. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. that goes into what I want to ask is so one well, of the first, what does pride mean to you? Ooh, what does pride mean to me now? Fran broke it down into some uh great oh, yeah. let me see if I can remember. It's dream everlasting. Please, please, you're so silly. please remember, remember I dream endlessly. I dream endlessly. Mm -hmm. You know that is very, very <laughs> that is very catchy. <laughs> yes. I think pride for for me is kind of like things that we talked about and what we're talking about now is the ability to take pride in yourself yes. and love yourself. I think that's the first love, especially um, if you identify as LGBTQ, you have already some, in some cases, the odds against you, whether it be your job, your friends, your own family. So being able to find the pride and love in yourself is what's more important than actually wearing those paraphernalia and those materials and going to events I think pride, as they say uh, with Black history, is 365. Yeah. And knowing your history and being proud of it, that it's before Stonewall, it's doing Stonewall, it's after Stonewall. And I think being proud of who you are, whether you are labeled in the community as mass or feminine or even for our DL brothers, you know, is to have that pride in who you are. I think finding yourself is finding pride. Mm. What do you think, friend? Because you smiling at me. I I well, it. I mean, when you say 365, I just, side note, I was thinking about... Um, 369. Uh, no, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's one. But 365, I was thinking about um, Anita Baker. Mm -hmm. uh, we say 365, 365 days of the year. Oh, um, she's a but, cool, right. amazing artist. But, but that was just a side note in my head. That's the reason why I was smiling. But no, I agree with you um, as to what pride means and, you know, how we can can continue to show that throughout um, and, and lift those up who may not feel that pride. Mm -hmm. um, Shout and, out yeah. to Because it's still, it's still so many of, um, so many people out that cannot um, relate or cannot feel, or so, it's so many out there that are afraid to show their pride because of their circumstances. And so my heart goes out to you and just know that it's not something that's going to be, um, you know, the rest of your lives 
uh, it, I look at it as it may just be a stepping stone when you are ready, because some people have various circumstances that's not allowing them to show their full pride. And, and I think we can, when the time that we can fully embrace pride is when it can be shown, not just in the United States, but in other countries mm -hmm. where you are imprisoned or killed, or killed. Yeah. Um, for being gay, mm -hmm. you know, or beheaded, yeah. you know, like has happened in other countries and, and things. I think not for us to be comfortable with what we have here, because that too can be taken away with a stroke of a pen mm -hmm. or a Supreme Court decision. Mm -hmm. And so not getting comfortable until it spreads throughout the seven mm -hmm. seas mm -hmm. and things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That That is what I feel like um, is true pride. And that leads me into saying for everyone to come together, we're talking about community, we're talking about love of self. Is the slogan, love is love, love always win. Is that a firm foundation on promoting pride and LGBTQ rights in your opinion? I mean, we hope that it is. Unfortunately, I mean, you talk about the Supreme Court ruling mm -hmm. um, in which agencies can deny the same sex uh, couples for adoption and foster care. Mm -hmm. And it's like, love is love. Like mm -hmm. you said, what is the reason or at the end of the day, we have so many of our children that are in foster care um, that would love to be adopted by loving homes. And just because they're same-sex marriages, mm -hmm. you know, you have those that saying, no, that's not fair um, or no, that's not right. And it, it sucks because you want to live in your truth and you want to be heard and you want to make sure that you are having or affording the same rights as everyone else to just be yourself in love but it's always these different hurdles um that you have to to experience and go through if you want mm -hmm. to to have a what is deemed a acceptable uh, right. way of living right. which in my mind i'm like what is acceptable mm -hmm. you know right. yeah I, I think that too it's like someone said is uh i talked with um last week in an interview is that these are people making these decisions on the high court and yep. in your thing. And that's why it's important for us to always be involved and not get too comfortable with these things. So I'm so proud of how far we've come with marriage equality, as well as not being discriminated against as far as personally with HR when you're applying for a job just because you identify as LGBTQ uh, plus. So uh, we have made major accomplishments to be proud of. Um, so shout out to everyone doing pride, our allies, um, moms who hugs, you know, free mom hugs and dad hugs and things from uh, people who shared the wealth, shared the knowledge and the love. So um, that was our grab your glasses segment as cute. you guys celebrate pride, celebrate each other and, and be, be safe, safe. And be you safe, know, just be sure. safe and be aware of your surroundings. I'm going to go ahead and pour that out. And my pour that out will be for wearing it. You know, um, it's been a year that we've got through in 2020 and, you know, even best friend says BC before COVID, <laughs> um, people worried and worried just a part of everyday life, you know, but I'm learning more not to look 
to yesterday or even to tomorrow, but look at the right now. And no matter what your circumstances are, you know, where it doesn't add a single day to your life, continue to just absorb the moment, deal what you have to deal with on that day and believe that you can get through it just as you have many, many times before. How do you handle worrying, uh, B? He calls me. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Call call friend. Okay. Yeah. um, That can be tricky. Yeah. Um, I think it can be tricky because at at the end of the day, we're we're human beings. Mm -hmm. And I think that you have to have faith. Amen. And for someone like myself, it's difficult to not worry sometimes because I believe I'm very analytical. Mm-hmm. I think I can overthink. And, um, you know, and sometimes you just have to find a way to, it depends on, of course, what you're worrying about. Mm-hmm. And just sometimes it's like, and we be worrying about stuff we ultimately have no control over. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's hard. Yeah. That's definitely true. That's very true. That's a great question, kid. I know with me, I deal worry, honey. I go in my prayer closet. So I don't even want to come out. You right. know what I'm saying? And and still I know what they say. If you have a prayer, if you are faithful or you believe in, you know, whatever you believe in, mm-hmm. then why, why, why you worry? worry? Yeah. It, it, it comes, you yeah. know, you have to have faith, as a must see and all that, but you also have to deal with reality of what's ahead. Um, but, you know, for me, I was thinking about my dog, you know, my, my Egypt, mm-hmm. right? She knows that I'm going to take care of her no matter what. I'll make sure she has food and water and go out. And she goes carefree. Why? Because she knows that I'm going to take care of whatever it needs to be taken care of. And that is how I look with my faith and with my religion when I do start wearing. And as that song says, his eyes on the sparrow. Mm-hmm. And then know he watches me. So it's kind of similar when I see my dog went around day to try and figure out um, you know, which light bill and stuff going to uh, pay, right. <laughs> you know, but she knows it's going to be taken care of because I've done it for years and years and years. And so uh, that kind of acknowledges back to the faith of, of what I have. Um, so um, besides that, uh, my motivational quote for you guys um, says, when an individual is protesting society's refusal to acknowledge his dignity as a human being, his very act of protest confers dignity on him. That is from Bernard Rustin, okay. LGBTQ and civil rights activist. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was best known for being a key advisor to Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. He organized the 1963 March on Washington. He was recently pardoned by the California governor for his arrest in 1953 when he was found having sex with two men in a parked car in Pasadena. He served 50 days in Los Angeles County Jail and had to register as a sex offender. Even though he was recently pardoned, keep in mind, he passed away in 1987. That's our motivational quote. Friend, can you tell us Tell them where they can follow us to keep in contact with us, friend. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna say anything about the OnlyFans this, <laughs> this time around. Um, but you can follow us on Apple, Spotify, um, email us at rewindwithus at gmail.com, or you can check out Jamal's website um because it's so great oh, at jamalsgordon.com. Um, and you know, just continue to lift up 
Um, you know, I always we always say wash your hands. Uh-huh. I continue to wash your Please hands. Please continue to. Um, because it doesn't matter if COVID is, uh, you know, going, the the rates are going down. People still need to wash their nasty hands. And um, wear your mask sometimes. <laughs> and you wear, know, still and wear your mask safe until we are in the clear, mm-hmm. clear. Okay, exactly. Uh, but... So thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Brandon, for joining with us again. It was so an honor to have you, you as we so celebrate. Much our friendship and pride yes. uh thank you guys friend you can go i love it let the beat drop of course i'm a twerk hey.